Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Bobby. And Callum's not here, but we're all about Rugby League. The N62 and beyond. Yes. Good evening. He's not here, is he? He's we're not. We're one short. We are. We're a man down. We're a musketeer down. We are. We are a, a leg short of a tripod. <laughs> Any more? No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, he's having uh, carpets fitted in his new house, I think, or something like that, isn't he? I believe so. So he's got some work to do, I'm afraid. But Yeah. So, disappointing. Yeah, a little so. bit. Clearly his house is better than the podcast, but... It's, uh, well, yeah. Anyway, what's been happening this week? Uh, I don't want to talk about football. I'll be quite honest with you. I was going to say that apart from that, and I don't really want to speak about it, it's not a great, great weekend for sport. No, it wasn't... Um, um, good old Max Verstappen winning the first race of the formal urn. <laughs> I mean, if that's the best we got, we best just move into the to the that, review. That because... is the best we've got because <laughs> because well, we'll come on. Yeah, but no, I don't even want to talk football. I'm sorry. No, it's not there. Let's 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 move let's move on swiftly. Swift. <laughs> Adam swiftly. Adam swiftly. <laughs> um, oh, let's 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 move on. To this. I pressed the wrong one again. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. I I stopped it. Okay. much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Which do you think you worst at? Buttons or Polynesian names? Oh, definitely Polynesian names. <laughs> Even some of the easier ones to pronounce, I can't get right. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, well, where do you want to start then? Uh, <clears throat> do you know what? I, I, I'm just going to get it out of the way with because I, I have not a lot to say on it. Um, we're going to start in Wakefield. We're going to go Wakefield nil, Huddersfield 8. Well... Huddersfield only got one more point that Liverpool got goals. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about football. It was still on my mind. <laughs> Couldn't get it out of my head when I saw that scoreline. Oh, God. Um, I, I, on a serious point, 8-0. Uh, um, mm. it, it sounds a bit of a snooze fest, I'll be honest. And, I, and I've only seen the highlights, and I was doing that in inverted commas. Well, it was three minutes long. How do you get eight nil and three minute highlights? Yeah, a lot of tackles, um, a lot of penalties. Yeah, scrums. Um, I think the worry, the biggest worry, I think for this probably is Wakefield's uh, lack of ability to score a point again for the second uh, successive game. Yeah, that is a big, a big area for them into and. I mean, to go scoreless at home is never a good sign. The, the plus point for him is they didn't lose by 60. No, that's, yeah, again, which so, is, yeah. And Huddersfield struggled a little bit last time, first time out. Um, perhaps they're still a little bit, as the, bud, as the buzzword is, clunky in attack. Yeah, trying to find the feet a bit yeah. still. And... There was only well, there was a penalty and uh, a Joe Greenwood try. Yes, um, 
Which would have been great on betting if you'd have bet him for first or last try. Yeah. How good would that have been? You'd have got you'd have got paid out twice. Yeah, you would to be fair. But don't ask Callum about that because he was going to put him on and he took him off and changed it. Did he? Yeah. So. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> there's not a lot, to be honest, there's not a lot to say about that game at the minute. I worry about the coaching position at Wakefield, whether or not they appreciate the position that they're in. Yeah. And whether Mark Applegarth will survive, particularly in context of coaching changes up the road, which we'll come to. Yeah, I I think he will. For the reasons that I gave at the start of the season, I think I think Wakefield are have relied heavily on this in, investment into their their ground and their, their areas to try and get this licensing. I think they, I think this is the reason I put them bottom of my table in the predictions simply because of that, and I, and I think it's starting to show already. And we're only three games into the season. What I really hope for everybody involved with Wakefield, the fans especially, is that. I know we're only three games in, but I hope they don't get on a quick slide and sort of like give signs of giving up. Yeah, that is that's a good point. You no, know, I really hope that they, they can they can kick on and look at the positives from this, and that they only conceded eight points, and look at those positives as opposed to another defeat. You know. Yeah, obviously not to not to change that that positive mindset, but to drag it into a, a more of a negative as well. Uh, as you've already said, Wakefield struggling for points, and unfortunately now they have lost. Lewis Murphy for the season with an ACL. Don't have much luck with wingers there, Wakefield, do they? No, it's a bad bad wing to be on, really, isn't it? Makes you wonder with that, with all that fuss about the pitch, whether or not that plays a part um, because it's so hard. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, these things can happen to anybody at any time. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you just wonder whether there's like uh, mitigating factors that that come into it, and whether or not that you know that that doesn't do any. Any good? No, and maybe that will be highlighted if if Tom Johnston stays fit at Catalans. Maybe maybe that will mm. highlight that reason a bit more if he if he can't like you said can happen any time. But yeah. but, he's, he's, but he's out for the season, is he? He's out for the season. Yeah, it's a big blow. But and, it, and it's it's such a shame because he burst onto the scene last year with so much so much talent. Yeah, um, and you always hope with somebody from that injury that they come back as good as they were before, as quick as they were before, because there's no guarantee when you have a serious knee injury like that, no. that you come back with um, as much pace, for example, as you had before. So let, let's hope that it's a, um, how can I put it, a straightforward one, and there's no complications, and he, he gets back to full strength and full fitness, ASAP, and can come back at the same level, if not better than, uh, than he was before. Yeah, agreed. Well, uh, moving on, let's go... Let's let's go to the south of France, where Catalans. I think it's fair to say dismantled a an inform Hull side, and it was Catalans thirty eight, Hull FC six. Mm. You say inform, mm. and I get what you mean. They've won the first two games, haven't they? Yeah, they had a shocking second half against Castleford, who've not exactly set the world alight. Yeah, and then. Uh, and then last week, uh, they scraped home against Leeds away, didn't they? Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, but but a pos- yeah, you can only beat what's in front of you, and they've done that. They've done that. This time, absolutely dominated. Yeah, by Catalans from start to finish. Yeah, absolutely dominated. 
Um, you know when you put the, you know when you, you you do training drills and you put cones out. Yeah. Well, they would have put a better defence up <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Um. I'm serious. If they'd have played a training game against the Cones midweek, they'd have lost 18-16. <laughs> that's, that's a very poor defence. Have you seen it? So, uh, is that... An, we, and to be fair, we've, we've not done that this season. So, is this is this your comeback of the wet paper towel? We'll, we'll see. Is it? We'll see. Oh, no. Oh, okay. We've got another one. Uh, okay. I'm looking through the games and things like that. No, no, this is a clear winner. Okay. Clear winner. Because absolutely shocking. I mean, they had three or four men in a tackle on a couple of occasions and allowed an offload. Yeah. Under the posts, under their own under their own sticks, allowed an offload to somebody who just ran in three yards and, and dived over. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous defending. And... Just the the invited pressure on. They didn't get hands on people. It was it was so poor. If I'd have been a whole FC fan that had gone over to the south of France, yeah, and witnessed that, I'd have wanted me playing fair back. Yeah, or I would have made them come back home on one of them little boats because <laughs> that was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, you, you've pretty much summed it up there. It, it's. Catalan didn't do anything spectacular. They didn't have to throw the ball around or score anything with any specialty. It's, you know, it's like you say, they just, I mean, it was summed up right at the end, really, with the Ben Garcia try, wasn't it? You've got four men holding one player up and yep. somehow he manages to get an arm free and just yep. goes, there you yeah, go. thanks very much. And Garcia just charges his way over. He's, yep. You're not going to stop him. No. And I watched the tries and thought, they haven't done anything special on any of the tries. No. All the tries seem to be within within the 20. Yep. And running in, no tackles, offload, pretty much the same sort of thing. It was terrible. Yeah, I agree. It was terrible. I yeah. think Tony Smith would be absolutely fuming with that level of effort in defence. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's move on to... Another nilling, and we had Castleford taking on Wigan, and it was Castleford nil, Wigan 36. Um, impressive from Wigan. Mm. Um, another, and, and again, we, we talked about Wakefield having two consecutive no scores. Wigan now two consecutive clean sheets. And really, really bounced back from the opening day defeat at um, Old Kingston Rovers. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, really good, and it's particularly, particularly as soon as they were they were attacking against fourteen men, and, and Jack Smith tackle on, on Liam Marshall was probably the, the highlight of Castleford's defence. To be honest, <laughs> wasn't it? I mean. He stopped him from getting forty. So, he did. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. Well done, Jack. You yeah. know, well done, lad. You know, that's yeah. very impressive. Did, that one. Did you Did you see that that was that was actually brought up in the disciplinary panel? Was it really? Yeah, really. And it were, and they said um, there was no um, no no 
charge. Or yeah, yeah, like of course, yeah. And they said that Marshall had, had, had outstretched his arm to minimise contact with the referee. Pushed him out of the way. <laughs> what was he doing, though? He had loads of time to get out of the way. Yeah, he did, to be fair. Yeah. Didn't he? He, he just, he, he seemed to sort of, wherever Marshall stepped, he followed him. It was, yeah. he just wanted to just follow him, didn't he? Well, I'll tell you what, better defence, um, better defence than Fred and Martinez and Verratti. <laughs> No, I'm not going to go on about that again. You keep mentioning it. You keep saying this. It's because things remind me of it. <laughs> Who had worse defence this week? Castleford or Man United? <laughs> I think we need a poll. Definitely United. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, two clean sheets. A uh, question for you. Go on. Is Liam Marshall the best winger in Super League? <laughs> uh, no. Was, well, you name me a better one then. Currently, or in terms of just ability? Yeah, current, currently. Oh, then, then currently, then I'd have to go with Liam Marshall. Yeah, he's he's on. He's he's right on form, isn't he? Why? Who are you going to say? Well, if you would talk about like I, I've I've always said that I think Tom Makinson's the best winger in the league, but I think uh, he's the best it, finisher. Yeah, I think I think. Um, Marshall, I think he's lightning. Yeah, in terms of, especially on form, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you, William you, Marshall. You've got a situation in the past, over the past 12 months or so, where the whole narrative around Wigan has all been around French and Field. Yeah. Right? For me, I still think that Farrell is still the best player that Wigan have. Okay. I still think he leads the team in a similar fashion to the way that Roby leads St. Helens around. Mm-hmm. And Marshall is a game breaker, and Marshall is is a is a game winner. Yeah. And yeah. I I think if you said to any of the other twelve, any of the other eleven teams in Super League, would you take Liam Marshall in your starting thirteen? I think every single one of them would say yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he's like you say, he's 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 absolutely lightning, isn't he? I mean, Nia Levels isn't slow by any standard, but he made him that, he made him look it. Yeah. He was a good 10 yards ahead of him. But that's, that's what times. I'm saying. In a narrative where you talk about the pace of French and field, he gets overlooked, Marshall. Yeah. And he, I, I, I think he, I think he's superb. He's really, he's really come on so much. I'm not quite sure how old he is, Marshall, but he's, he's really come on over the last couple of years, I think. Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't think he's too old, but. No. Yeah. Um, well, uh, moving on, um, you you mentioned a team there that <laughs> didn't have that leader in in play at Saints, and we saw probably what was a, a shock upset this week when uh, Leeds pipped Saints twenty five twenty four with a last minute drop goal from Blake Austin. Yeah, um, Liam Marshall's twenty six, by the way. Oh, okay. So plenty of life, plenty, left. Of, plenty, yeah, plenty of career left in him. Ple- plenty of life <coughs> left in him. Do you know what? You sound like The Apprentice last week. <laughs> what? Way? Well, I mean, did you watch it last week? Yeah, yeah, I did, right. Yeah. So they they went doing a men's skin cream, mm. it, right? One of the one of them targets thirty to forty year olds, and one of them targets over fifties. Yeah, right? and they target over fifties, and they go, well, without you know, and then the thing was, uh, well, without this skin cream, you know, we don't want them just to like you know willow off and die. 
They actually said that? I didn't hear that. I missed that bit. I must have missed that sentence. You don't have this skin cream and you're over 50, you're just going to like just willow off and die, basically. <laughs> or the alternative is to turn your skin green. <laughs> yeah, that's your other one, isn't it? Willow off and die, or die, your, or die your face, die your face green. Yeah, and if you don't watch The Apprentice, you won't have any clue what we're talking about. <laughs> so for there those that go. didn't watch The Apprentice, let's get back to Rugby League. Yeah, okay. uh, so Leeds 25, Saints 24. Okay, what did you make of this then? I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good comeback from Leeds, to be honest with you. I think you saw a, I think you also saw a very tired looking Saints side, I think, as we've already mentioned, not so much tired as in physically. I think that adrenaline of of this World Cup challenge, and we we said that you might see them burst away through Castleford in in the manner that they did because they were still hyped up from it, and now it's the come down. Callum said through the week, didn't it? If there was going to be a real hangover game, he thought it'd be this one. Yeah, and I think uh, that's what it, you saw. He, he turned out to be right, but let's have it right as well. Castleford had chances to win that game the week before against Saints. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, so they have found it difficult on it to come down from the from the Penrith game. Yep, and they have found it difficult for that. This, I think, um, well, first of all, the discipline from Saints is was shocking. Yeah, it was, and that's what Paul Wellen said in his interview, didn't he? He, he said discipline cost us, cost him the game, cost the Saints the game. I think Saints play defensively superbly. But I also think they play right on the edge. Yeah. They play right on the edge of what's legal and what's not. I, I really do think that Yeah, with the Saints. And most of the time it works. But if you if you don't get it right, mm. you're in trouble. Yeah. And I don't think Sione Mitautia will ever learn the difference. No, he, he seems to... Between what's hard and fair yeah. and spending a third of the season banned. Yeah. Sat in the stands. Because that's what it seems to be for me. And he's got other two matches at, at following another late hit. And it's and with Matonti, I always feel it's the same thing. He's always a late hit after the ball's gone. Yeah, isn't it? It's 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 a very and, consistent pattern. And this one, when you're watching it back, I think it was was it on Caesar? Yes. Or Myla. One of them. It was one of them. Siren and did the other whoever yeah. it was, Siren and got banned for the other right. one, I think. Well this one was was you could have pulled out, it was quite late. Because all you've got to do in effect, if you're gonna run into someone like that, just put your arms around them. Yeah. But he, he's not he's he's give him whiplash. Yeah. I think it was Caesar because he went off with a, with an yes. HIA, wasn't he? I think it was Caesar, I think you're right, um, yeah. And I think that you know, it's and I thought that was I thought that the, the, like I said, this right on the edge stuff. And when I say right on the edge, I don't mean it's borderline, I don't think it's borderline dirty, I don't think it's borderline illegal or anything like that. What I mean is they're right on the edge, they're right up on people. Mm. And that's why they've had the best defensive record by far in the league for the last couple of years. Yeah. And I think that's the way that, that that's what's ingrained. But you've got to get it right, you've got to keep that discipline. And they didn't. Yeah. Two yellows and a red. Um, what that means in effect is that you're spending probably spent, what, 50 minutes of the game a man down? Uh, sorry, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, sorry. Yeah. They're probably spending the best part of 30 minutes of the game with a man down. Yeah. And when you when you are tired or you need that that, that those systems in place, that's not going to help you. No, and you, it's... <clears throat> it's what we've said uh, uh, along the along the season as well and it's a 
it, it's your it's your key men. It's it is your metalliers and your sirenons. It's your big props that you need, or your second rowers in this case that you know are going to drive you forward. And when you're not making those yards and those yeah. those big tackles, it it does drain you. There's a couple of. I mean, let's be honest though. Twenty four twelve. Saints still should have won this game. And oh, absolutely. And they should have won it on two occasions. Number one, Tommy Makinson missed a penalty to make it twenty. 26-12, which is pretty much in front of the post, really. That should be routine. Yeah. That, that you should, can't miss that. That should be, I'm stepping up Re- and I'm kicking this every single time. Reese Martin ain't missing that the other end. No, is he at? You know? Um, what a goal kicker he is, by the way. Oh, it's fantastic, isn't he? But he's just that. And then, then there was a disallowed try. Yep. Uh, which I'm not sure of, but it's... Bit of separation, and I'm not quite sure what the rule is about how you ground with your forearms. Now I'm not quite sure about that. The, the thing well, is, you used to be able to ground it, ground it with your forearm, but th- I'm not quite sure that. that the thing is with that, and what I think people remember more than anything is you've seen tries be ground with a pinky, with a, with a little finger before, or yeah. a, a middle finger. Yeah, or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, there's no control there, is there? So what's the difference between yeah. that and a forearm? Yeah. And you've Surely got, you've got more control you, with your forearm. If you're brushing across the, the ball with your little pinky, you know control of it. Exactly. It, it's, so, yeah. that's, that's what people remember. Well, that's disallowed. And then they should have got another penalty. Yeah. About five minutes from the end, I think, with uh, Sam, Sam Walters. Now he's been charged for that. Yeah. Now that's... That's a poor decision that's not that's not been given. Yeah. And probably didn't get given because Jack Wellsby goes running in yep. to get involved when he didn't need to get involved. And again, it's a lack of discipline. It is, and it, it is it's a big lack of discipline, don't be wrong. But I just I fail to see how you can miss something that obvious. Yeah. And let, let's 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 have it right, let's be honest. When you're on Sky and you have the and you have the screen as a referee, no matter what, you will always take a look at the screen. You don't. You, you're not supposed to, but they but, do. But you do. And even if they're not, the touch judges and then goes on and takes. Exactly. Or yeah. you've got someone in your ear saying you need to do something about this. And I can't see how three on-field officials haven't seen it, plus the oh, video ref. Yeah. And yeah. it it just baffles me, and especially but, what. What I think gets other fans or neutrals or Saints fans in this occasion upset is you can clearly hear on Sky Sports Chris Kendall say that is not a shoulder charge, but then he gets charged for a shoulder charge. It's clearly a shoulder charge. It is, isn't it's it? It's clearly a shoulder charge. But when you say those words and then he gets charged That's two right. days later, yeah. it, you it, open yourself up to ridicule. Yeah. Exactly. But on the flip side of it, what a good, and Leeds stuck to the task superbly well. Yep. And um, again, poor defence on the last try uh, from Reese Martin, but he, he he got through through about three or four players, and uh, and then uh, and then to be fair, after that when it became a level game, there's only one team looked like scoring the, the one pointer. Yeah, Saints never got the ball back. Leeds had a couple that were charged down. Yep, and then uh, I thought they'd actually blown the chance on the one that went over because they went. Opened down the field and went across the field, and in the end, it went back to Austin, um, who kept his nerve and plonked it right down the middle, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And obviously, the the main thing is is uh, you know it's been and gone. You can you can look at the shoulder charge all you want. You've you've got the referee's decision, and the game shouldn't be focused on on a decision like that. No. You should look at the the fact that Leeds have come down from twelve points behind to 
to not only the Super League champions, but the world champions. Yeah. And they've come away with a one-point victory, which is an absolute phenomenal uh, comeback for and them. And now that could kickstart their season. It really could. I was just about to say that. And, and that could be the, that could be the thing that, that now gets Leeds going, right, come on, let's do yeah. this. Last question on this. I think Richie Myler's a bit soft. Oh, absolutely. I reckon Helen Skelton hit him harder than some of these. He's he is a he is a he's a drama queen, isn't he? Let's be honest. He he, he likes to play act. Come on. They even intimated that in commentary. Yeah. That he didn't need asking twice yeah. or something like that to, to stay down or whatever. He's full of instances where he, yeah. he, he gets himself into these these situations and Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, well done, Leeds. That was uh, a, a really good, really good comeback there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we've got two more games to cover, and we will. Well, actually, both of the last two games involved great comebacks. Oh, sorry, just on that. Go on. Just finally on that, we mentioned about uh, Horrell. Uh, sorry, Metautia. Um, yep, Horrell and Sivenden as well, both banned as well for this week as well. Yes, that's right. Horrell got a red card for a shoulder charge. So he's, he's got two games. Yep. And Simonon got one. Yes, he so did. It's not been yeah. a good week for Saints uh, on and off the pitch, really. No, it hasn't. And uh, uh, going away to Hull this week, Lee. Uh, sorry, Lee. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, sorry, going away to Lee this week, who, who we're going to move on to now. Who have who have uh, picked up their first points of the season? It's not going to be an easy task for them. No, not at all. But moving on to that, uh, as I said, uh, Hull KR twenty-five, Lee thirty. Mm. In a lot of ways, I look at this game similar to the last one we've just talked about. Yeah. Um, discipline, not discipline problems, but Sean Kenny Dowell facing potentially a five-game ban. Have you seen it, though? Yeah, it's not for the high shot. It's for the fact that he's trying to pick the player up when he's injured. Yeah, I I saw a clip of it, and it, I don't think he tries to... Pick him up, does he? He, he tries to pick him up by the shirt. I might have seen it. Maybe I got the wrong video. Then I thought I saw a different one. Only, only for a second. Yeah. But it looked to me like he just got tangled, but maybe he did pull it, him down. It's something that they've really tried to clamp yeah. down on. And I, and I think in this instance, I don't think there would have been a, I don't think there was a problem. No. But you've always got that, that, that spectre of Mossy Masai. In the yeah. background, and that, and that's where they've, they've clamped down on it because you've always got that giant shadow. That's yeah, especially with. And I took, I actually took him to Saints for his first visit on there. I drove him to Saints, <laughs> and let me let me tell you, it was a giant shadow. Let me tell you that. <laughs> uh, the, the the thing is now as well is um, it, it, it's even more. You you feel like you have to clamp down on it more, especially with this um, this potential lawsuit coming in with brain and head yeah. injuries and everything like that. It, yeah. it has to be clamped down on, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I read today that, that Hull Care were going to appeal um, any sort of ban or, or appeal to the to the disciplinary on the fact that he's had a 16-year career that, that's been that's been absolutely uh, whiter than white, if you like, on disciplinary matters. I mean, come on, you can't really... I think you can. Do you really think? I do, yeah. Based yeah, on a career, yeah. though, I mean, look, I, I, you know, I think I don't think it justifies a five-game ban. No, but, but then on the other on the other side of that, you, you're saying that, but then is it Titus uh, Guaze? He got yes. an eight-game ban. Yeah, in the championship last year, 
for a pretty similar looking offence, really. Yeah, he did, didn't he? And that's another thing with this. Again, there's no consistency with this with this sort of uh, offence. Yeah, with the disciplinary. And I think that's the, that is one of the biggest and most key issues with this disciplinary. It's fans want consistency. If you do it for one person, you do it for the next and the next, and then there's no complaints on anything. That's when right. you start changing your rules and you start changing your mind, that's when people get upset. I think it's quite an easy one as well. I think if you say you attempt to pick up an injured player, yep. you're going to get X number of matches. Yep. That's it. And it doesn't matter about your record. It doesn't matter about your, your, your clean sheets. You've you've tr- you've done something we have said, do not do it under any circumstances. A little bit like in football, you get a red card for violent <laughs> conduct, a three-match ban. Exactly. That's it. So, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because quite an easy one. Anyway, what about these pesky little leopards? Well... I mean, the first thing is, is maybe they should not train all week and just train on a Friday more often because it seems to work for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned this last week, didn't we? Cle- clearly seems to work not training for them, doesn't it? So mm. maybe they'll have the same tactics against St. Ellen's this week and just do the captains running out for the best. Yeah. Uh, again, I think, again, this perhaps comes down to all care again. Um, 25-17 up. Mm. when they scored and made that after 60 minutes. And with 10 minutes to go, it's still 25-17. 18. 25-18, sorry. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I put 17 thinking there's a... there's a, And what I meant was a seven-point gap, not not 17. You've been watching too much rugby union, that's your problem. Uh, You've been watching these six nations. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Why? <laughs> Just trying to get yourself off. I had insomnia and I switched it on. That's, that's... Trying to nod yourself off to sleep. Oh, yeah, works every time. If ever you can't sleep, just put a rugby union game on. Absolutely fine. Brilliant. I'll take that into advice. Better than med- better than sleeping pills. Let me tell you. Twenty five eighteen. Ten minutes to go. Where's your game management? Well, they didn't clearly have any, did they? That's no. the that's no. the point in all this. And a last minute try from Josh Charnley. Yeah. Um. Really, yeah, yeah. A few missed tackles. Mikey Lewis guilty of a couple of missed tackles. Um, Jordan Abdul uh, injured as well. Uh, he'll be a miss. Yes, he uh, and, and again, he you know he was he was there. Give him that eight. Give him that seven point lead with a drop goal. Uh, again, looking in good form, uh, and he'll be he'll be a miss. But but well done, Lee. Yeah, no, brilliant. Um, I, and and we've we've said we said last week. They should have come away with at least two points of the four points they've played for. Yeah, out of the first two games, and they've actually done it this week. Yeah, perhaps what they were, perhaps what they could have done over the last couple of games, they've actually achieved this week. Yeah, I just didn't see it coming against Ulkar. The way that Ulkar had started, I just didn't see it coming against this week. Didn't see it coming with ten minutes to go. No, so well done. Mm. Uh, and our final game to cover. Uh, funnily enough, it started off our week on Thursday. Uh, so another good comeback, and it was Warrington 36, Salford 20. All changed on the Ryan Briley Sinbin. Yes. Three tries while he was in the bin, game over. Yeah. Um, did you think it was a harsh Sinbin in? I thought it was. Uh, obviously, I've only seen the highlights. Uh, I didn't actually catch the game, unfortunately. I only managed to, to tune in for the highlights on this one. But 
uh, and I, I don't know if you caught it yourself, but from, I what did, I, yeah. from what I can understand, the commentary team said the referees had been has got fed up. Yeah. So maybe if he's said to the said to the captain or a team warning or something, and he said to them one more, and whoever it is goes for ten. I missed that little camp circle in the air that they used to do. <laughs> Just that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't see that, so you don't know if they if they're getting fed up. No, which is. I think I think the the circuit or some sort of indication allows fans to you, you to understand that a bit more as well. Uh, but I didn't actually think that he was he was really holding down. He seemed to get off him pretty quickly, pretty quickly, really. Yeah. And I think the referee's patience was tested. But that was that was the whole yeah change in the game. I did think Warrington were in particularly in the second half were much better. Yeah, I did. Warrington uh, Salford so he ran out of steam. A little bit like I thought they did against Hull KR the week before. Yeah, they 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 raced ahead, didn't they? And then just just couldn't keep hold. And mm. sorry, just to go back to the the, the Ryan Briley Simbin, but there is something that I think I really disagree with it, and I, I and I don't like it. And that is that a player should not try to interfere with a referee's decision. Drink water should not be showing ten fingers to to get him sent off. That's I don't agree with that at all. I no. think. You let the referee deal with that situation. Yeah. You shouldn't try and influence that in any way, shape, or form. No, he tried to do that. Did he? That NRL player that, but he only showed nine play nine fingers. Who <laughs> was that one that had his finger cut off so he could play the first week of the season? Uh, Angus Crichton. Yeah, he only does nine fingers. Yeah, when he wants a simbin in. Yeah, so they don't get as long. <laughs> <laughs> put, your, put your hands down. <laughs> let someone else do it. But no, I I do agree with you. Let Let's not get like football. No, you shouldn't be in the referee's face. No, do you know what? If if players did that to me, mm. if I was refing and players come up to me and said that should be a sim bin, I'd say yeah, you can have one. It's fine. Yeah, off you go. Yeah, and do you know what? As as much as we we discredit, not discredit, as much as we make fun of the sport, that is the one thing that rugby union has always got right, the, the respect that they have for the referee. There's no chat back. No. The referee no gives his decision and they just... And right, like, yeah, I'm not fine. talking to you. Yeah, I, I, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. And that's where they get it right. Um, totally agree. But yeah, Warrington though, it's looking like they're... Uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Uh, three from three. Uh, I think... Are they top of the table? Probably. In the top? I, I, haven't, I, I, don't, I haven't seen the latest standings, I think, but I think Cat, they are top. I think Catalans have won all three. Yes, I Warrington think Warrington. Have, Warrington have won all three. Probably on um, points difference, they're ahead. I think. I think they're the only ones with un- they're the only ones left. I think with a hundred percent record now. Yes, they are after this week with the the whole Kyala. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like like you said, Salford raced ahead and and just couldn't keep that that um, that lead. But it, again, and I think we've said it in in previous instances that this happens, but. Um, Dupree, what are you doing? He's already scored the try. Why do you have to go in with your knees? Mm. It, it's it's an, it's unforgivable for me. The game it's, started to change on that. Yeah, it, it's it's unforgivable for me. If a, if a, if a player does that after the try is scored, there is absolutely no need. I, I didn't think the second one was an eight point try where he's diving and he's caught him. I just no. I don't think that. You see that all the time. That is just a last ditch defense yeah. effort, and he, he's he's going down as well. well. You've got to remember the momentum he's going down at. We'll never see the end of eight point tries if that's no. It just seems to be that's the 
flavour of the start of the season that, yeah. we've, that we've seen in previous years with different things like play the balls and yeah. obstruction. It seems to be eight point tries this year. It does. I haven't seen one for years. They're like buses. They all come together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. The, the second one was definitely harsh. Um, but yeah, that that first one, I've absolutely no issue with it. No. Well, that just about wraps up our round three. And we're going to move on to this. It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Yes, it is time for my Stats of the Week. Hello. Hello. (laughs) How many have we got this week? We've got five. Okay, let's hear them then. Okay. Um, we will start. Oh, can I just sorry before Go you on. start? We've had a few comments, haven't we, on Twitter about this being the absolute highlight of the pod? Yeah, have you read them? I have. It's like obviously the star of the show and the and the the, the highlight of the pod is the star. I'm just saying that before we start, so that you don't <laughs> let us down now. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is that is that is that the pressure now? Yeah. Okay. Some people have got a really low bar. Like <laughs> well, I think they have exceptional taste. <laughs> okay. What have we got then? <laughs> okay, we are going to start in Australia. We've got a couple of stats from there, <clears throat> and for the first time since 2014, that both the previous year's grand finalists have have both lost in round one. Mm. So the Panthers went down to the Broncos and the Eels went down to the Storm. What score did the, the Panthers lose? 13-12. Don't like that score, do they? Uh, <laughs> common, common theme for the Panthers this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, just so, yeah, on the on the back of that, that Eels one as well, I think I mentioned this in my stats last year, but that is another win for the Storm in round one and... Craig Bellamy remains undefeated in round one. But he's not; they've not lost a game under him since two thousand and one. That you know, it's excellent. It's always. I always think it's important. It's like in a World Cup or something like. that. Don't lose your first game. Yeah, it just gets you off to a momentum going. Don't lose your first game. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, the second one and another stat that hasn't been seen since two thousand and fourteen or three thousand one hundred and six days. And that is that Manly have finished top of the league at the end of a round. <laughs> after round one? Yeah. No, just, well, yeah, after round one. But from as of round 25 of 2014, you haven't seen Manly on top of the table. You can't say that. They've played one game. Just, that's what, hey, it's a good start. Does it not bug you when they have tables after one game? Because you've always got two in the middle that have a not, 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 not right across because they haven't played yet. Uh, Deary me. Go on. Uh, <laughs> well, going back over to... Let get, just let me get this straw that I'm clutching at here if you're a Manly fan. Come on. Is that a dig at me? Because I'm a Manly fan. Mm. Uh, I thought so. Who's your team this year? Because you had two at the. You, you, they've been fighting for your love, and yet both of them won this week. So I'm always, I'm always a titan. So pick a team. I'm always a titan, but yeah. uh, you know, but um, over time, I can, I can, I can see that. Um, I can see the dolphins coming into the. Can you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
This is a bit like when Callum used to be a rooster and he had the bunnies fight for his love. He's supporting everybody him. Sharks, roosters, bunnies, everybody. Tigers. Tigers, yeah, he's stuck, yeah. When when Benji Marshall played for him, he was a tiger. Yeah, that's true. At least he's stuck with the bunnies for a few years now. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Okay, uh, stat number three, and uh, Leeds Rhinos have beaten Saints for the first time since 2018. Okay. So it's been a five-long-year wait mm. for Leeds' victory over Saints, but I'm sure when you do it in that fashion... Makes it all the sweeter. Yeah, it does. Uh, stat number four, Wigan have now scored 96 points in 160 minutes of Super League whilst conceding zero. Mm. The current record for that is held by Catalans, who in 2020 scored 98 points. So, providing that Wigan take the lead this week, they will break that record. And who do they play? Uh, they play... Catalans. Is it Catalans? Yeah. Fight for our record, yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> so, as long as they take the lead, they will... Yeah, take they'll, that. They'll take that off them. Okay. And my fifth and final stat is Lee Radford has broken his own record for the quickest coach sacked in one season. So back in 2020, he was sacked from Hull FC after just seven games, and he has now been let go by Castleford after just three games this season. It's not a record you want to have, and not twice. No, <laughs> no, especially not twice. But oh, okay. I don't. I, I can't see that being broken. I can't see anyone being sacked after one or two games. So. You never know what goes on behind the scenes. So they might be. They might be in the future where they've done something, or you know, Sam Allardyce got sacked as a England manager after one game. That's yeah. true. But he was giving away trade secrets wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. for big brown bags of money. <laughs> Well, allegedly. <laughs> That's that. That's my stats of the week. It's Bobby's stats of the week. Please stay with us if you think that's the highlight of the show. <laughs> yes. And let me know what you think. Yeah. Moving on <laughs> into this. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, so moving in to the NRL, um, and we had our round one fixtures this week. Uh, I won't go, I'll I'll quickly run through them all. Uh, We had uh, Melbourne Storm beat the Eels 16-12 after extra time. Uh, which is unusual. Harry Grant try in extra time. You don't really see a lot of them. No, it's normally um, 90% of them are one-pointers, aren't they? Exactly. Uh, the New Zealand Warriors kicked off their season with a win over the Newcastle Knights, 20 points to 12. Uh, a Another 13-12 loss for the Panthers against the Broncos, as we've already mentioned. Um, Manly uh, breezed past the Bulldogs, 31 Six, take that, Gus. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys uh, narrowly beat the Raiders 19-18. The Bunnies won 27-18 against the Sharkies. Uh, and 
The Titans, 22-10 over the Tigers. Yeah. Nice, nice good win for the for Justin Holbrook and his Titans. Yeah. Justin Holbrook's Titans. Yeah. They're not called the Gold, Gold Coast Titans anymore, are they? They're called Justin Holbrook's Titans. Is that what, they, is that that's what everyone seems to That's what everyone seems to refer to them as. Justin yeah. Holbrook's Titans. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the absolute shock result of the week, and that was the Dolphins beating the Sydney Roosters 28-18. Did you see that one coming? No, not at all. I don't think anybody did. No. Even Wayne Bennett said he didn't really see it coming. <laughs> but I think he's just playing it down. What a master coach again. Oh, definitely. You know. But do you know what? So good for the game, that. Oh, absolutely. Because it, it, it could have been where <laughs> it could have been where they were on the end of a 42 nil beat, you know, beating or something in the first game and they go, well, I told you they weren't really good enough and this, yeah. that and the other. And do you know what? It might end up like that. It yeah. might end up like that in... in you know, over the season, but what a start! And it gives them something to build on. And they're the only undefeated team in NRL history. <laughs> so well, well done. That is could have got my could have got my stats of the week. Yeah, I could have had that. Yeah, well done. Um, but yeah, and I believe they've sold out against the Canberra Raiders this weekend. Brilliant. So because they're playing at Suncorp, I think. Aren't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so expect to see a. A sea of red dolphins arrive. Because they haven't really got a home, have they? No, I don't base. think so. Like, they used to be the Redcliffe Dolphins. That's right, they? yeah. They haven't really got a base, so... Like, yeah. Like the MK Dolphins or something. <laughs> the MK Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, well, just to quickly wrap up our NRL segment, a um, couple of games to look forward to this week. Um we have the Penrith Panthers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That should be a, a, a good game to watch. Yeah. And we then head to a all-Queensland derby with Brisbane taking on the Cowboys. Those are probably the highlights of the week. So Okay. Yeah, keep an eye out for them. Tune in. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Well, I think we've got some news to cover. Yeah, I mean, it's common knowledge by now, isn't it, that, like, first of all, we'll start off with um, uh, Castleford, um, coachless. Yes. Well, not not coachless, interim coaches, Andy Last. Yes, that's right. Um Seems odd after three games to me. I know they've lost them all. Yeah. Um, There's just something doesn't seem right behind the scenes. I think if you're losing a job after three games, I don't think. Um, And it was the interesting thing on the statement where they both, by mutual consent, and even Lee Radford said, uh, with the club and myself moving in different directions, mm. I'm not quite sure what that means. To be honest, no, I'm I'm a bit unsure on that as well. Because you would think, wouldn't you, that at the, over the off season they would be working to move in the same direction? Yeah, if you were moving in different directions, you know that before you've got three games in. Yeah, you, you would. You know yeah. that over the winter. I'm not quite sure what that means. I think I, I think there's something. There's a hidden context there. I think somewhere. Mm. It's almost like he wants to say something, but doesn't maybe, want to be disrespectful. Well, or maybe can't because of maybe he's had a, a payoff or you know something like that that maybe he can't. There's a confidentiality thing, maybe. Yeah, but 
but it just seems very odd that like if you you've got a coach and and the, and the club that's moving in different directions three games in because you've only got you've got a you've got a squad of players there, haven't you? That's you know, yeah. You're needing to nurture. You're needing to get the best out of, and it's plainly not happening. But I, I don't understand the the different directions thing. No, I don't. On a, on a positive for Lee Radford, at least he wasn't sacked live on Sky Sports News on live on Sky Sports this time. That's shocking, mate. That's terrible. <laughs> don't, think, yeah. don't think he saw that one coming. <laughs> no, and I wonder where I wonder where he'll end up next. Um, it wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with a similar situation um, as a as a, an assistant in the NRL or something like that. You know? No, it, it wouldn't. Uh, especially working, he was with Samoa in the World Cup once. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if he did something like that, you know. Yeah, wouldn't me either. Uh, I'm going to throw some names at you then. Okay. Uh, for the next coach. Okay. Um, so the the, the, the favourite in the betting market now is the ex-Hull KR coach, Justin Morgan. Oh, okay. Which has come from out of the blue, really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's he's favourite. Uh, did well at Old KR. Yes, he did. He did. And seemed quite a likeable character as well, to be honest. Yeah, he he turned him around um, halfway through that season, didn't he? And they then... de- well, they definitely need something that's going to galvanise the club. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say the squad, but I think the club. They're going to need definitely something that's going to galvanise the whole the whole club. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Andy Last is obviously in charge now. Yep. And as he was at Hull. Yes. And... You could argue that he did. He did really well. I think he won about eight out of thirteen games when he was in temporary charge at Hull. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, okay, so, that's, I think, so he's so got he, so yeah. yeah, coaching pedigree, and you could, you know, he, he's in the he's in the driving seat, really. Yeah, definitely. He's in pole position. Yeah. Um, uh, Danny Ward. Oh, the ex London Broncos. Yeah, manager. always seems to get linked with jobs now. Yeah, a little bit like. Uh, James Ford at York. Yes. Always seems to be in the frame when there's a job come up. Yeah. Uh, Danny Ward. Um, Andrew Henderson is strong in the betting. Okay. Um, Willie Poaching. Yeah, I was I was thinking Willie Poaching myself. That's not a bad uh, a bad shout. Did well at Wake, especially when he first took over at Wakefield. Um, he, he, he really... Rejuvenated Wakefield for that. I think did they win like eight games, eight out of eight at one point. They were, yeah. they were on a massive yeah, roll, weren't they? they? A, and then when they got off to a bad start last year, mm. he, he came a cropper, didn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Chester. Again, another name that always seems to get sort of thrown in the mix, doesn't it, with with Chris Chester? Yeah. Um, and also in the, in the mix, in the betting now, because he's free, is Brian McDermott. Not a bad appointment. I disagree. Just, just a lot of people don't seem to. They don't seem to. He had a. He had a really, really. Let's be honest. He had a, a fantastically talented squad at Leeds, mm. and and did well with them. Yeah, he did. I don't think he's done that great anywhere else, really. Well, um, he and, yeah. and he and he had accusations of him being really sort of dour and mm. the the. The, the way that his teams play aren't particularly attractive. Yeah. And I think when you look at the old classy cast vibe, I'm not sure he, he fits in there, to be quite honest. 
Yeah, that's a that's a good point. He uh, he failed to get uh, Featherstone up, didn't he? And yeah. they were tipped massively. I think uh, was it the year Toulouse came up? Yeah, it was it was them or Toulouse won it, and yeah. he, he he was massively tipped to get Featherstone up, and he he and didn't. He fell off. They he, they lost a they lost a good few games in a row, and and Featherstone fans really disliked him. Towards yeah, him. that's right. Yeah, couldn't wait for him to go. Yeah, even when they were winning, they said what a boring win or get him out or yeah. they weren't happy win win no. or lose it, it didn't matter well they seem happy with the new coach and I don't but I don't think he'll go Sean Long <laughs> yes they do seem a lot happier with him I, I can't see the only thing that, that puts with Sean Long is we talked last week about Featherston chairman's statement yeah around not being able to sustain the wages and all that sort of thing if the fan didn't get behind them yeah and it, it, if if Long he thinks the chance to coach at Super League Mm. And that's not going to work out at Featherstone if they can't do that. That it could be an option. Yeah. And the last name on the list is uh, who's starting to get linked more and has done a fantastic job where he is now at Batley, and that's Craig Lingard. Yes, he has got him to the uh, final last year. Yeah, and people are now saying, "Oh, I'd take him. Mm. I'd take him." And it's similar to the York situation, really. Yeah. And that's it. So they're the they're the. Um, uh, they're the protagonists mm. for the job. Who's your, who, if you were having a bet today, who would your money be on? Um, or, do you know what? I, I I don't think you can go much wrong with uh, Willie Poaching. To be honest with you, would he be your shout for it? I think he would. I think he. I think the way he's got Super League experience. Um, I think the way you look at his his style of play, he had he had Wakefield playing. Good rugby league, mm. throwing the ball around. They were they were, they were quite entertaining to watch under Willie Poaching, yeah. and that's that was always good to see. Um, yeah. Same with Chris Chester, and it, sorry, did you say Justin Morgan? Yeah, that right. Again, I, I'll stick with Willie Poaching. I don't think you can go much wrong with him, but again, Chris Chester, Justin Morgan, good good shouts as well. If Justin Morgan. Does go? He probably he probably never end up as the most famous Morgan at Castleford anyway, will he? Why is that? Or Mick Morgan, the com- I can't, I can't <laughs> speak. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is true. A um, couple of other bits of news. Yep. Uh, this week, um, history made this weekend. I'm not quite sure how I feel about this. Um, it, our league streaming the first Super League game live uh, on Sunday. It's Saturday. Saturday, I think. Hull and Salford. Okay. Four ninety five, tenner on the day. Okay. Will it affect the attendance. We're not football and we have to get out of that mindset. Yeah. And, you know, if it could be if you're paying a fiver to watch a match and you can get eight you can get eight of your round. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not sure about I'm not sure. My biggest question is, and I don't know if you know the answer to it, but if it's being, is it is it simply a stream? Yes. Or do they have a video ref there? Um, I thought I think it's a stream because if it's just a stream, then I'm with you in that boat. It'll affect attendances. Yeah, it's, it's three o'clock kickoff on Saturday, so it, it's not a right. It's not a televised game. Because if you if if you're going to stream it, I mean, we, we've said for a long time that we want something over here yeah. a bit similar to that watch NRL. It, it, you get every game, you get every screen, you get every 
Yeah. Um, if it's on every Sky, decision. it's different. It's not going to affect you. The only people that it affects is the non-Sky subscribers. Yeah, that's right. But if it's this, then it's, you know. So yeah. Not sure. Great for people that are out of the area. Yeah. And people who like live who live abroad and things like that who can't get to the game or neutrals that you think, Saturday afternoon, I'll have a bit of rugby league. You know what, I'll pay a fiver to watch that. Yeah. But you just worry, would it make an impact on, on the casual fan that might turn up at the game? Yeah, well, time will tell. You know, I, I've said this. I've said this week as well, and uh, obviously, we I think we saw it at the the Saints and, and Leeds game. There wasn't many Leeds fans in attendance. No. You could see, and I've already stated that when you put a team such as Leeds, I mean, they're they're three from three on Sky this season, and if you keep sticking them on Sky, you're going to lose attendances because they're just going to say, "Well, why am I bothering buying a ticket when I can sit at home and watch the game every week?" Yeah. And that's why you need a, a a variety. So, you know, let's see how it goes. But I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't destroy attendances. And well, this will this will tell you because. And my last bit of news. Yep. Um, is how bad the the official uh, Betfred Super League website is. Okay. It's been this week. Absolutely shocking. Um. Paul Vaughan doesn't play in Super League. He's got no stats whatsoever on the website. Um, right. Joe Bullock has, except he's pictured in a Wigan shirt. He hasn't played for them for like two years. <laughs> oh, well done. And the other one, they, they announced this week, there was three different things. Uh, uh, there were three, three news headlines or whatever, um, all with spelling errors in them. So uh, Lee Radford... Uh, relived of his duties. Oh, I mean, some of the things he wouldn't want to relive. I wouldn't have thought. Having nightmares, wouldn't he? There, they forced him to sellotape his eyes open yeah. as he watched his team. Exactly. Oh. Like uh, and uh, two players receiving bands, but they couldn't spell receiving. Like that reminds me of the time I was at school and I went in. I went in school and, and my English teacher went, "Your grammar's shit." <laughs> And I said, yeah, well, your granddad's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I, I did come home. I came home with a similar one once. I came home with a, like a report card. And it's the most ironic thing in the world. And it, and it said, in the report card, it said, Booby is doing very well in English. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I might be doing well in English, but you're clearly but not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, that's just ironic. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Alanis Morissette would have been proud. <laughs> That's all I've got with news. Excellent. Well, we shall move on to this. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, well, that buzzer can only mean one thing, and we are, as always, delighted to be joined by Bri from Six Again. Bri, how are you? Hello, boys. How are we? Not too bad, thank you. How are you, Bri? One down tonight, Callum's carpet fitting in his new house. So it's just me and Bobby tonight. <laughs> oh, well, at least we won't get, I won't get uh, accused of 
plagiarism with my with my, <laughs> with my predictions. Uh, no, 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 no. He's still done his predictions, so you can still do that. You can still <laughs> yeah. get the case of that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, predictions, Bray, have you got an update on the league for us? I do. Um, we had a few movers and shakers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've got a few movers and shakers. Uh, two joint top, Leeds and Catalan after three games. Mm. Um, Castleford are bottom. They're very consistent, even though they're bottom. Um, they've got nine points every week. Oh, so, yeah, who's, very consistent. Who's doing the predictions? Lee Radford. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they might uh, have got nine. Roy. To be fair, they might have got nine points every week, but that's more points than the teams actually scored in the last two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Bobby moved up to seventh. Um, I moved up to sixth. The insiders moved up to fifth. Uh, James O'Brien, whether they're spot on. Uh, Callum's still in fourth. Andy, you actually had a bad week, but you moved up to 13th. Excellent. From 14th. Oh, I'll <laughs> take that then. I will say it's joint 13th and only a point off second bottom. And you're only a point off second bottom because Louise improved on a. On a worst score by getting two last week. Well, oh. I'm, I'm looking at. To be honest, I'm, I'm like a team. I'm like, I'm like a football team that's like looking up at the playoffs rather than looking down at relegation. What you're the, you're the Middlesbrough or something like that? Are yeah. I am. Change the manager. Nottingham Forest changed the manager halfway through a few games in the season, and then uh, yeah, that's one. If get you, up there. If you could see Bobby now, he's persistently looking over his shoulder. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just seeing how far down the table you were. <laughs> You'll have to look a long way down. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, Bobby, it's like, it's like the Poseidon Bob, adventure. Come and, come and join the big boys up here, and, and, you know. Bobby, the video's 15 seconds. I've had to pause it on eight just to see him. I'm just, <laughs> honestly, I'm, 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 like, I'm sinking like the Titanic at the minute. <laughs> well, let's see if you can recover some form this week. Um, form? Yeah, yes. Uh, Bri, what game are we kicking off with this week? Right, well... Oh, sorry, actually, I should have asked who have we got this week. Have we got any, we got any new ones this week? It, no, we're all back to who we had in the uh, second week, except Louise is doing a double shift for Salford this week because she missed out on the, on her first turn. Okay. And for the insiders, we welcome back uh, Savannah Andrade of York City Knights. Ah, Excellent, welcome, Savannah. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Um, right, okay. Uh, rewind, bright. Where are we kicking off tonight? Uh, we are starting Sky Game on Thursday night, eight o'clock. Wigan the Catalan. Um, I I think Wigan have really improved since that first game. I think that was a real sort of kick up the backside for them. Um, Catalan have won three. I think, but I think they're. Winning run will come to an end here, and I think it's going to be Wigan by 18. Yeah, I totally agree. Good win against um, Hull last week, but I still think there's nothing special about Catalans this season. So, uh, Wigan by 16, and uh, Callum has gone Wigan by 14. I have also gone Wigan by 16. Uh, 15 of us have gone for Wigan this week. We've only got two for Catalan. Um, and yet, and yet, um, that's surprising in a way because Catalans have won three out of three. Mm. Surprising. I think they're all starting to believe in what you're saying, Andy. That's what it is. I think or so. just we're going to be that good. Yeah, we I do have so. one standout though, Go and on. that's uh, our Warrington fan Noxie has gone Wigan by thirteen. 
Okay. Okay, that is a new one. All right. Okay, uh, where to next, Bray? Friday. Sky again. Eight o'clock. Huddersfield v Castleford. Uh, turns out to be quite a tricky one this week, uh, this one. Uh, Huddersfield, as we've said, maybe still trying to find the feet. Is this the game where they they kick on? Um, possibly. Castleford now need to answer back, especially with a with a new new coach in charge. I don't think it is their week, unfortunately. I think Huddersfield will will win, and I'm going to go Huddersfield by 12. Callum has gone Huddersfield by 10. And I will go Huddersfield by 14. And I have to say that the game itself doesn't doesn't exactly thrill me being on Sky on Friday night. No. I've gone Huddersfield by 8. And there's 16 of us who have gone for Huddersfield. Wow. And it's not the Castleford fan, Alison, who's gone for Castleford. She's oh, gone for Huddersfield. Okay. Um, Savannah has gone for Castleford. Okay. But mm-hmm. also, our Huddersfield fan has gone Huddersfield by two. Nathaniel. Wow. No, it's not Nathaniel this week. Sorry, it's, uh, apologies. It's Ben. Ben Cowbell. Ah, welcome, Ben. And, uh, ooh, Ben, uh, a bit short of confidence. Mm. Definitely. Ben needs to learn our rules, doesn't he, about this by two. <laughs> he needs to learn it quickly, I think. Yeah. You'll yeah. learn, Ben. You'll learn. Yeah, you'll get there. Um, next game, Bry. Also Friday at 8 o'clock, Hull KR v Warrington. Um, I think Hull KR missing Jordan Abdul will be a massive miss for them. Mm. Um, Especially considering he's top of... They just released the points. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel, he's top. Nine, yeah. nine points. I think he'll be a big miss. Um, uh, I think Warrington will carry on winning. Uh, I'm going to go Warrington by 14. Yeah, I agree. Tough place to go Hawkeye away, but I can see Warrington coming away with the points. I've gone Warrington by 10, and Callum has joined that in Warrington by 20. It's difficult when you look at Hawkeye's home games. They've lost to Lee and beat Wigan. Yeah. So you, you can't get a... a, a that Judge, is really yeah, what's, it's good. what's going to happen. Yeah. It's a very good shout, that. Yeah. I've gone Waddington by six. Um, we only have three who've gone for Hull KR, including our Hull KR fan. Um, we do have a couple of Waddingtons by two, and we have a Hull KR by two as well. Is that our Hull KR fan by any chance? No, no. Hull KR, I've gone Hull KR by four. Ah, okay. Uh, and, what did, and what did Noxie Wire go for this one? It... <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, he's gone Hull KR by two. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen that now, yeah. Ah. I've just seen it. Hull KR by two. Full of confidence in yeah. the league leaders. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on, Brian, our uh, next game. Leeds v Wakefield, Saturday, 8 o'clock. Uh, I think we've pretty much covered our... Uh, standard of Wakefield this season uh, as we've already covered in a, in the last couple of games uh, and I think I was I think what we've said in Leeds picking up that big win against Saints I think that will really kickstart the season I think you couldn't probably play a better team at the minute after that win so I have gone Leeds by 20 It's just difficult at the minute to see where Wakefield are going to get a win from at the minute Yeah um, So I'm going to go Leeds 16 uh, Callum has also gone Leeds by 16. Okay. I have gone Leeds by 24. 
I was tempted um, to, I was tempted okay. to go more, to be mm. honest, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I had 20, and then with the news of Murphy, um, I've just, I don't I, I don't see how they replace him. Yeah. There was enough time to replace Tom Johnson, but now we're replacing Murphy as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, we only have one who's gone for Wakefield, and that's Savannah again for the Insiders. We've gone Wakefield by six. Okay. Okay. Our Wakefield fans gone Leeds party. Mm, okay. Uh, another game, Bry. Lee v St Helens Friday eight o'clock. Um, brilliant win for Lee. I think they'll give it everything they've got. I think. I I think Saints after coming crashing back down to earth last Friday will have had a good week's training. The only thing that's Holding me up on Saints is the lack of a back row. Mm. Um, but I think Roby will be back in. Uh, I think Parsi might be back in. Maybe. Um, yeah. And I think I think they'll be too strong in the end. So I'm going to go Saints by 16, but a good fight from Lee. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. And obviously what's notable about that is not only have they lost Matautier and Sirinan, they lost Bachelor in... Australia as well, so they've mm. literally gotten very little second rows to choose from in this game. Yeah. Um, but again, I think you'll see a good fight from Lee. And I think Saints might just sort of start to run away towards the the end. And have gone Saints by fourteen. Callum has gone Saints eighteen. I've gone Saints by eight. And to pick up on your point, Andy, I don't think they actually started training until today because they had three days off. Right. After Friday, but so I, I do think they'll come back now, all guns blazing. Though I think, I think the day, the, the the time off will have done them good. I think we only have one who've gone for Lee, and that is Louise. Okay. Our sofa fan has gone Lee by four. I thought you were going to say Savannah again. <laughs> no, our Lee fans gone since by eighteen. Okay, okay. Um, and our last game, Bobby. Yes, that should leave us with one more game, Bry. Hull FC v Salford, Saturday 3 o'clock, which is now available to buy and watch on our league app. Yes, right. £5 if you buy it by Friday midnight <laughs> and £10 if you buy it on Saturday. Oh, yeah, we've had a discussion about this prior to you coming on. Yes, yes. we did. Um, who's, who's, it's you, Bobby. Yeah. yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I, I think Hull will look to uh, bounce back after their... Um, dismantling in the south of France and I've also seen today that Salford have lost Joe Burgess and Oliver Partington for a big chunk of the season really? so uh, I think Joe Burgess especially will be a big loss for them mm. uh, so for that I'm going to go Hull by 8 I think Hull will have to put it right I think Tony Smith as we said before in the in the um, uh, in the the, the review uh, where uh, we give Hull the wet paper towel defense of the week, yeah, um, I think they'll have to they'll have to come back stronger than that. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go Hull by ten. Callum has also gone Hull by ten. Why do you keep copying me? <laughs> I told you, ridiculous. <laughs> no one on the bottom. Like, everyone picks points up at the same rate as I do. <laughs> Well, on that note, I've got the same as Bobby. I've got Hull FC by eight. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> but I think I think with I, I agree with Bobby with them couple of injuries as well. Although Mo Salah will replace Joe Burgess. Sorry, not Mo Salah. Reese Williams <laughs> will replace Joe Burgess, um, and he is very adept at doing that anyway. Yeah. But this has been the this is the closest one we've got. We okay. go from Hull FC by twelve. Yeah. To Salford by twelve. All right, okay. So um, we've got swing, yeah. Yeah. FC. Our Hull FC fan Karen has gone Hull FC by two. Louise, our Salford fans, gone Salford by six, and we have one, two, three, four who've gone Hull FC by six, three who've gone Hull FC by ten. So yeah, close it's one. Uh, yeah. This is going to be the close one, I think. Yeah. Um. Good note to finish on that, I think. Definitely. Um, and I think that just about wraps us up. That's what I just said, and you obviously weren't listening, were you? No, I did. All right, okay, yeah. fair enough. I meant, it was still looking for you down the I table. Meant the podcast, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. I meant the podcast is over. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Sad times. <laughs> Listen, Brian, thank you so much for coming on tonight and doing the work again. Not um, a problem. It's National Pie Week, so you know what's coming up on Sunday, boys. I love it. It'll be the picture of the rose with a pie on. Everybody <laughs> tune in at six again to see that sparkling Sunday dinner. <laughs> so well done. Listen, if you are, uh, if you go into a game at, uh, if you go into a game at weekend, uh, stay safe and enjoy your rugby league. And until next week, it's goodbye from us all here. Bye. Bye. Bye.